You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's great to be here. Great to imagine all your faces and um, think about you. And I have been praying for you and thinking about you. And um, it's good to be here. I would say this is our cup of coffee time, except I have no coffee and <laughs> I can't see your coffee either. So um, we'll just call it our time together. Uh you know, this this uh, past couple weeks, it's been a, a bit since I've seen you. Uh, we were in Texas with our daughter, Alexis, who's going to have a baby in October. And that was super exciting. And um, then um, we, I think we took a break from classes for a bit. And my last week, my dad, I got a call that my dad was in the hospital. And um, I know you've been praying for him, and, and please keep praying for him. He has liver cancer. He's, um, you know, having a lot of a lot of things happening in his life. But pray for him. Pray for his wife. And, and pray for us that we'll um, be who he needs us to be, be able to help in um, the best ways possible, and uh, that he can you know, first and foremost, uh, just to be able to know God and, and love God and, and be right with God. Um, but, you know, so much has happened. Um, honestly, there were a few times when we were on our break that it was so heavy. I thought, oh, gosh, I'm so glad I'm not recording. I wouldn't want to be discouraging anybody. But, um it has been a lot going on and, and it feels like everywhere, every podcast I turn on, every show I turn on, any, um, anything we're watching is telling us how hard it is. And it's still hard to comprehend that it's hard. Um, I think there are days I feel like, what in the world? What's, what's going on? This is so, there's so many strange things happening, um, with the pandemic and how just how bad that is and how many people are dying and people who are losing their loved ones and uh with you know social injustice and uh, really um you know all the things that are being said in the media and uh so many discouraging things happening uh for me i feel like in a lot of ways, this has has been probably one of the ugliest views of the world that I've had in the last, I don't know, 56 years. Um, it's, it's an ugly picture of the world right now, and yet we're called to be faithful. We're called to be people of great faith, that that we have so much faith that just comes out of us. And, um, you know, that's, that's a high calling right now. And, you know, I, I think that it is my goal. It is my hope. It is my, uh, just what I would like to be. The truth is, I don't always feel like that. And I know you don't always feel like that. It would be great if, you know, you guys were all listening to me going, what in the world is she talking about? She's crazy. 
Uh, that would be really great because then it would only be my problem, wouldn't be all of our problem. But I'm pretty sure that's that's where we're at right now. And so, um, you know, I just I wanted to talk about how do we stay faithful in this crazy time? How do we uh, keep persevering and keep focusing on Jesus? And, you know, as as hard as things get and as ugly as things get, the answers are still the same. God is still the same. Jesus is still the same. And, you know, I've been through a lot of things in my life, a lot of lived in a lot of places. I know a lot of people who have gone through hard times and um, it's a crazy time and yet perfect time for holding on to our faith. And um, I think that we have to realize that it's not always easy, that it won't always be easy. That in fact, if we think about it, you know, we just heard uh, Reese's class on Wednesday, not our last Wednesday, I guess it was, um, on all the different things that Christians have been through through the centuries, so many really challenging and difficult things. And yet God was able to fill them up with hope and to fill them up with more faith and to remind them that he's with them. And that's inspiring and that's encouraging. So, you know, I was asking myself, what's the answer? What's the answer for living through this time faithfully? How do we do that? And obviously the answer is still God. It's still Jesus. It's still the Holy Spirit. And that has not changed. And that's encouraging. We know how to do this. We know how to live this. Um, we just have to try harder, um, put more focus on it than we've had to in the past. Maybe because we weren't really trying that hard in the past sometimes, you know, we didn't really have to. Things were pretty easy. Um, but, you know, I think of the scripture in Matthew 1 and verse 23. It says, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, God with us. First and foremost, this scripture encourages me to see that God is with us. God is with us. And he will keep being with us. He will keep encouraging us. But to really know this, not just intellectually, but know this in our heart, that God is with us. And he hears us. He's the anchor for our soul. Everything he has said has been is something for us to grab onto and to remember and that he doesn't change. Um, the second thing I thought of is, you know, just drawing closer to each other. Uh, in in um, Romans chapter 12, you can look at that scripture. Um, you know, I, I think of this scripture drawing close, you know, just being devoted to one another. But honestly, this past week, we've been so encouraged. Like I got a couple messages from Tiffany, you know, with um, scriptures, with, you know, yesterday, I think it was the day before yesterday, she sent me a video of women speaking, which was so inspiring. And they were just little things that women said. And it was so inspiring to hear and to hear different women. Um, we got a bouquet of fruit 
from some anonymous person. We don't know who, um, but how thoughtful, how thankful. And, and I'm guessing you're probably watching this right now that it was you. So thank you so much. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's interesting how we each have a place in each other's lives. And we need to take advantage of that. We need to devote ourselves to each other. In Romans 12 and verse 10, um, it says, well, we'll just start in verse 9. It says, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. You know, this is, wow, so simple. It's only two verses in the Bible, and yet it gives us such good direction for how we should live our lives. Um, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love and honor one another above yourselves. You know, when I think of this drawing close to each other, um, I'm not really a person who thrives in crowds or feels like I have to have lots of friends or be in social environments all the time. And in fact, I think sometimes it's a little exhausting for me. Um, I am absolutely the introvert person by nature. Um, but I have to say that through this pandemic and through not seeing people for so long now, I mean, we have had Zoom calls, telephone calls and all kinds of things like that, party parades and things like all of you guys. But, um, you know, I have to say, I really miss people. I really miss um hugging people, talking to people, just spending time with people. And yesterday was Grace's birthday, and that was super encouraging. We had a little parade, car parade for her. And it, it felt so weird to just hand her a gift and say happy birthday and goodbye. You know, it, it just seemed so strange to do. And yet that is that's where we're at in in the physical world. Um, but I think, you know, one thing I did think is we really need to draw close to each other still, even, and God has provided great ways. Um, I think these, these lessons are great ways or, or conversations have been great ways to connect with each other. Um, I think praying together, even, even if we're, um, we call and we say, okay, let's pray so that it doesn't take too long. You know, we're not talking and talking and talking, but let's pray together, pray for 10 minutes even together with different people every day. Uh, I think that would be amazing. I think that would be so bonding. Uh, I, I keep wondering, what is it going to be like the day we can all be together again and we can hug each other, see each other, sing together, worship together? That will be like heaven. Um, but until then, I think we can be building on our spiritual relationships. And who knows? Maybe that's exactly why God has allowed this to happen or or why it's happening. Maybe it's one of the things we can do. Um, in spite of being separated, is growing close spiritually to God and being close to each other. 
Um, you know, I think that sometimes we can think we don't have that much to give to each other, or it's just a small thing. It's just a little thing, but it is the little things that make the difference. Uh, it makes me think of a time when my brother was in the hospital and he had just had um, brain surgery and um, he did not have the, the skull cap back on his head. And I had come in to see him one morning and his bed was pushed up against the wall. And I asked him, you know, what, why, why is your bed pushed against the wall? And he said, I fell out of bed last night. And first of all, that whole feeling of, oh, my gosh, he doesn't even have his brain protected scared me. But then I had this horrible interaction with one of the nurses. She was pretty cold and pretty um, indifferent to the situation, really upset me. And I was sitting next to my brother. It was just me. I think he by then fell asleep and I was sitting next to his bed feeling so totally helpless in the situation, like there really wasn't anything I could do for him and worried for him what what was going to happen to him. And I think I was just sitting there crying. I don't even know if I was crying, but um, there was a lady who had her, her husband was in the bed next to his and he had um, Alzheimer's and she just came over and she put her hand on my shoulder and she said, God is with you. It's going to be okay. And I honestly, it was, it was so amazing to just get this touch on my shoulder and to hear the simplest little words from her. It was so comforting to me to, to have her there. And, um, you know, I, I just think such a small kindness and it meant so much to me. And, you know, that's what we can be for each other. Uh, we can add our little voice, our peace, our scripture, our encouragement, our story, whatever, whatever it is we have to offer, we can offer that to each other. We can draw close to each other. And I think also it doesn't always mean coming in strength. Um, that we're always put together because if we have to be all put together before we talk to anybody, uh, we may not be talking to anybody. So I think it is come as we are, uh, come knowing we need God and yet come to each other and help each other and love each other. Um, in Hebrews 3.13, we all know this scripture super well. Um, but it says, um, in verse 13, it says, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. You know, it is a big part of our Christianity that we encourage one another, that we help each other, um, that we think about each other, that we pray for each other. And so let's do it. Let's, let's be that for each other. Um, maybe even, you know, calling someone different once a week or once a day or whatever we want to do, but, um, just making it our heart to put our arms around each other and love each other. Um, 
the last thing I, I have here is, um, well, it's not the last thing. It's another thing. Cling to the scriptures. Uh, in Psalm 119, let's read that. Oh, oh my goodness. Hard to find in this. I'm not used to turning pages, I guess. Um, in verse 9. I'm going to read a, a, a pretty one, nine through 16. It says, how can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as you as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Um, this whole psalm is amazing. But I think this little part just has so much to say about how we live our lives and how we delight in the scriptures, how refreshing they are to our souls. You know, there's sometimes I'll be thinking something and I don't even really realize it, but, you know, maybe I know something's wrong and I look in the scriptures and I start figuring it out. What's going on with me? What's, what's, what is this? And I'll read a scripture and it'll just be like clear, like, click. That was, this is the answer. This is my help. This is my lifeline right here. And that is what the scriptures are. They are our help. They are our guide. They are our example in so many ways. And they will correct our, our thinking, realign us in the way we're living and give us hope and, um, and also that we can see God's love through these scriptures. Um, but to just dwell in the scriptures, to, to have them in our minds. And then not only just have scriptures, like pieces of scriptures in our minds, but even taking time to just read through and see things in context. Sometimes it's amazing to see this scripture that encouraged me and this scripture that encouraged me. And then now they're so close to each other. And what is the full meaning? You know, but uh, obviously we're studying our scriptures, but having these scriptures on our heart. Um, and then the last thing in Romans 12, 12. Um, Romans 12, 12. Where are you, Romans? Um, twelve, twelve. It says, "Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer." You know, this it's <laughs> it's funny how going through different things, we see different things in the scriptures. But you know, it says, "Be joyful in hope." joyful in hope. You know, it makes me think of this, that little song, the sun will come out tomorrow, um, that all things will pass, that we, everything will be okay. These things to be joyful in hope, hope 
that we have a better life after this life, that we have God who walks with us, the Holy Spirit who guides us. Um, and patient in affliction. We hate affliction. Um, we hate to be in pain. We hate to suffer. We hate to be uncomfortable. We really do not like it. In fact, all of our will can be bent on getting out of it. But it says to be patient in it and to wait and to let it pass over, to stay faithful, to cling to the scriptures, to remember God is with us and to be faithful in prayer. Prayer for the circumstances we're in, prayer for the people we love, prayer for each other, prayer for the world, um, for all the leaders of the world, for um, God's Holy Spirit to work. Just stay connected to God. And so this is uh, what I am thinking. This is what I'm striving for. This is uh, my daily thing. This is what I'm drawing close to God about. And um, I hope that this helps you. I hope that you're encouraged and um, it's it's good to be here with you. And uh, I hope that you are inspired. Love you. You've just listened to the Metro LA podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com 